Hey everybody, welcome back to the Early Morning Barking Podcast, talking about BPD and MPD by somebody that has both. You can go and check out the YouTube channel, Early Morning Barking, which is where all this stuff comes from in the first place. And that's that's what I mainly do, of course, so go and check that out. And if you're here from that, hello, welcome, and all of that stuff. So what I'm doing here, of course, is is sort of going over my old topics one by one and seeing how things have changed, how I've progressed. And today is a really difficult and sensitive subject, self-harm and suicidal behavior, suicidal ideation. I'd like to kill myself. I just want to be dead. And this was perhaps the most harmful for me within my relationship and in my life. I didn't self-harm. I've never done that. Um, I'm not in any way qualified to really talk about that because it's it's a harrowing thing. It's a very deeply sensitive, harrowing thing. And I, I know nothing of it. So I'm kind of going to stay, stay away from that and steer towards the, su- su- uh, the suicidal ideation, which I, I know a great deal about. Um, I was suicidal from about the age of 19, I think. Uh, and that carried on into my late 30s, early 40s. And it became greatly intensified in my 30s to the point where Alison, my partner at the time, was ready to receive the call that I was dead on a daily basis. Like she had a standing uh, thing with her boss that she might, need to just suddenly leave one day because her boyfriend's killed himself and that sort of thing. Um, it went on for years. And I found that when you do that within a relationship, eventually people break and they sort of, please just do it. Just bring this to an end. I can't live like this anymore. I can't spend it it was described to me as like living with a terminally ill person that you have no idea how long they have left and i try to understand that i i try to have empathy with that and that sort of thing um it's very difficult for me to do so but that's me I have MPD and empathy problems and that sort of thing. I understand that that's difficult. Of course it is. Of course it is. But it does, as the person with mental health, pardon pardon me, as the person with mental health problems, it puts you on the back foot, this knowledge, because love from your partner is finite. And... They are, I, I feel you are, you can push them to a point where they will abandon you because you push them too far. And the suicidal ideation is the thing that I had that pushed my partner too far and caused them to need to abandon me emotionally. Um, and it's a frightening realization to come to 
which has taken me some time to come to. It's what I'm coming to now, which is why I've sort of started with this bit of it. It's foremost on my mind because I am no longer suicidal and haven't been for a couple of years at this point. And for reasons I'll explain in a bit, don't feel I can ever go back to it. But you discover that this this love is finite. You're on a ticking clock, right? Get better or, or lose your relationship because they can only take so much before they need to abandon you and leave you to it. So hopefully by telling you this, what I'm about to say is I, I, I can help expedite the process. Now we can feel how we want to feel about the partner that needs to abandon us. Right. And I'm sat here with mixed feelings about that and trying to understand. And I think your mileage and your partner may vary. You might not have one. In which case you, you can deal with this on your own time without worry about it affecting somebody else. But the thing that I learned that was most important to me was that I didn't want to be dead. And I, when I realized that, the clouds lifted, right? That, that was the thing. Because suicide is all about killing yourself, right? That's what it is. So you assume if you want to do it, you want to be dead. And that bit is a lie, right? I didn't want to be dead. I don't want to be dead. I want to live my life and cram as much stuff into it as possible. I want to look at as many things as possible, hear as many things as possible, experience everything. I didn't want to be dead. What I wanted was for the pain that I felt to stop. And I had been in pain most of my life. And that pain was growing and growing and growing by the day until I couldn't take it anymore. Until that day of there will be treatment or I will kill myself. I didn't want to die. I just needed it to stop. And I because I had been screaming for help the whole time. See, I never suffered in silence, right? I never at any point thought that I was healthy and fine. I knew my entire life that there was something wrong and I was asking for help all the time, constantly trying to get help, constantly being fobbed off with antidepressants. Oh, you're just depressed. No, no, I'm not. That's not what's wrong with me. It was sometimes what was wrong with me. We all suffer from depression at some point. But no, that was not what it was. It was two personality disorders and maybe ADHD. And so, you know, you scream for help, but it doesn't come. It's so hard to find. Saying these things is why I created my YouTube channel. It's why I'm doing this podcast. Because that help took years to come to me. Years and years and years. And no matter how much I screamed that there was something wrong, no matter how many people I asked for help, the help didn't come. And I thought it was never going to come. 
and so I wanted to kill myself. Can you imagine being in so much pain that you'd rather be dead? And then watch as that pain that you're in pulls your life apart piece by piece by piece as you sit wishing for help watching your partner the person that you love most in the world hate you and you watch yourselves you watch yourself destroy their life and pull them apart and break them down and you watch them resent you for existing because you keep but you keep screaming you keep yelling for help you keep asking for somebody to do something because there's something wrong and no one comes and the person you're upsetting just wants you to stop and they reach a point where they don't care how they just need you to stop but you can't because no one's coming to help so you end up wanting to kill yourself that's how it stops right that's how we fix it well no no actually the the real life behind suicide is entirely hideous there's no such thing as a quick easy way to kill yourself there's it doesn't exist right and if it does you lack the medication required taking anything that you can get your hands on will hurt there's no quick and easy quiet slipping off into sleep of suicide there is pain there is panic there are the last throes of life it is horrible and it is not what you want there is no way that you are going to be found that does not scar itself onto the mind of whoever finds you there is no one who loves you who will just get over it and get on with their lives. Do you remember Rachel? Oh, yeah, killed himself, didn't he? Shame. No, you, you will devastate people. Because however you feel, there are people in the world who love you, who care about you, who don't want something bad to happen to you. And when you realize all of this, and that help is possible, however hard it may be to get and look maybe i help a little bit right maybe i can show you that you're not alone and maybe some of the things i can tell you will help you out a bit but i'm not proper help right i'm not therapy i'm not a medical professional i'm not this is in no way in place of real treatment i cannot stress that enough but that help is out there to be had and you can get it and if you're living in a world where it is there to be had and you can get it, no matter how difficult, then you know you don't want to be dead. You want the pain to stop. I wanted to be able to stop doing all the bad things, to stop the hurt, to stop that person needing the arrangement with her boss to be able to leave if I, if she gets a call that I've killed myself. I needed that to stop. And that either would stop if I got help or if I killed myself. Or so I thought. The truth is it didn't come soon enough. 
and that person had to abandon me for their own sake. But now I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to be dead. And it was never used as a threat, by the way. I have to be clear about that. I never tried to use it to get somebody to do something or treat me in a particular way or stay with me or not leave me or anything like any of those horrible things. It was all about me. It was always all about me and the pain I was in and what that felt like and how it was relentless and how I could feel that I was really no longer loved or wanted, that I was just a burden, that I'd been abandoned. And it was, it's horrible because I was poorly. And I knew I was poorly and I acknowledged that I was poorly and I was asking for help. So the suicidal ideation, while it didn't kill me, it ruined everything. It destroyed everything. It ripped everything apart. And that breaks me. That absolutely breaks me. That will always break me. I feel like I lost a partner to BPD. Not because I stopped loving them. And it's all because of suicidal ideation. Because of wanting to not feel pain and confusing that with not wanting to be alive. I want to live. I want to experience everything the universe can make me experience. I fear death greatly now. And I can't ever go back from that. However low I get, and look, right now, I'm fucking low. I am so sad about so many things at the time in my life that I'm recording this. But killing myself? Nah, no. No, I'm not even fighting anymore. It's not, a, it's not a thought. It's not something I can entertain. Because I know, because my life has shown me, that however low I get, however long it takes, however hard I have to work, I can change. I can stop that pain in other ways. Killing yourself is not the answer because you're asking the wrong question. The question is, how do I make this pain stop? Not what have I got to live for or bemoaning how sad you are or whatever. The question is, how do I make this pain stop? How do I feel better? That's the question you're trying to answer. And the answer isn't by killing yourself. When the question is, how do I make myself happier? You know, <laughs> then it seems obvious that the answer is at least not the one I at one point was at. And I, I hope that me realizing that and telling you about it can help. 
I understand that your personal experiences and situation may be very different from mine. And you might have gone through some things in your life that I can't imagine. But whatever it is and whatever has happened to you, I I believe that there is work you can do to allow yourself to get some of your life back. Right? And and I I can't say how much, but you're not dead. Right? There's life. And you can choose to do with that moving forward what you want to choose to do with it and I feel that to choose to throw it away because so far it's been very difficult is not the right decision I understand that you might have a lot to deal with again like stuff I can't imagine I I get that I really do and I'm not saying that the work you have to go through will be easy or quick. And I'm not saying that it's going to fix you today or in a year. But it can fix you. So do you want that chance at being fixed? Or do you want the things that you've had wrong with you finally take away everything? Because I talk about how BPD has taken a lot from my life. And it has. It's taken a lot from my life so far. I'm not dead yet. And I'm not going to let it take any more than it already has. That's where I think we should be trying to get to. That's the end goal. That's the the dream, isn't it? Shit has happened. It was unspeakable. I didn't deserve it. It broke me. And it took from me so many things. But it won't take another single fucking thing. I feel like that's a good place to be. A bit more of that fuck you attitude. We just want the pain to stop. And the pain can stop. So give it a chance to stop. Rather than quitting the game altogether. You'll be better off for it, I promise. I absolutely promise. And hey, look... What have you got to lose, right? What have you got to lose? Try life for a bit. Try the work. Because if if you're at the point of suicidal ideation and seriously considering ending your own life, you're pretty much at rock bottom there, aren't you? It's not going to, I don't know how it gets worse than that. I don't know what is emotionally below that. That's got to be the lowest a human being can feel, I think. 
like regardless of anything else bad that could happen to you, you could experience those things, but not want to kill yourself. I think if you're considering ending your own life, you're at the worst a human being can feel. And you need to cut yourself some fucking slack for that. Do you feel bad? Yeah, fuck yeah, this hurts. You're the worst a human being can feel. Of course it hurts. Right? If you were in a hospital any waiting room and you were sat next to a guy with a metal bar stuck through his head, you would assume that hurts. You have got the emotional equivalent, right? This is about as hurt as you can get without being dead. And you're dealing with it because you're still here. That's amazing, right? That's amazing. So try anything because you can't feel worse than you do. There is no lower. You're on the floor. So try and get up because if you fall down, you're only going to end up on the floor where you are now again. And that is true forever. Because if you get up, try and get up and fall and end up where you were, then you might think, fuck it. No, that's it. Well, no, because you're just where you were, right? You can try and get up again. It's only over when you say it's over. And the whole point of this conversation is that we're not going to say that because we're only feeling like we want to because things have been taken from us and it hurt. So we're just not going to let anything else be taken. If we were to act on our feelings, we are giving away everything. I nearly gave up the rest of my life many times. And as painful as the time between my last coming close to killing myself and today, it has been hell, right? This has been horrible. By far the worst time of my life. But I'm still glad to be here. And I am still very grateful and glad that I got to experience all of the things I've experienced since then in between all the sadness. Because it isn't 100% sadness. There are laughs. They're a happiness. I met somebody amazing. Because I didn't take that other way out. And things are low now. I'm alone. Not just romantically, but in every sense of the word. I've got you lot. I've got a, a YouTube audience. That's what I've got. <clears throat> I've got an ex-girlfriend who's a former favorite person who tolerates my presence. That's what I've got in my life. This is as low as it fucking gets. Not killing anybody or myself. Not killing anybody. That never came up. I'm not killing anything, especially myself. No, 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 no. I'll feel shit for a bit. And one day I won't. 
one day something will happen that will make me laugh. And that laugh will have been worth staying alive for. I said this was a difficult topic, didn't I? If you're feeling suicidal ideation, don't keep it to yourself. Scream, kick and scream for help. Because the help can come, it's there, it's possible. There is a better way to deal with how you feel. There is a better answer to the question, how do I stop being in pain? I hope that helps you. You take care. I'll see you later. Bye.